I'm Chanae Ogumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hoopers. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hoopers! Come, come, It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking war! That's what you said, man. Well, I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about... Super Hoopers! That's terrible. Welcome, everybody, to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Dave Fudernick, the GOAT, with me as always, John Hill, with me, usually, Matt Hill, not here. Oh! Another vacation for John. Matt's not here. The vacations (laughs) never stop. Yes, this is the best vacation I've taken all year, and I've taken uh, exactly 86 vacations this quarantine. Um, Matt Hill is celebrating his 50th anniversary, wedding anniversary. What is this? Yeah, what, are they, what do they call it? Is that the golden anniversary? 50 Dude, years? Dude, this shit's like, years like prehistoric, prehistoric anniversary. <laughs> yeah, they got they, married uh, in uh, uh, Jurassic Park before it was Jurassic Park. It was just a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> they're, 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 his wedding ring was actually... Uh, uh, found in in old amber, <laughs> in prehistoric amber, and they they took it apart, uh, extracted the DNA, and then made yep. him uh, uh, his wife. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, you know it's what? nice. Uh, we we don't get many of these with just me and you, John. But uh, we know we won't get cut off. We'll be able this to is- express ourselves. Ex- express away this is this is it's like uh in seinfeld where they paint you know it's like the luxury lanes you just get to like <laughs> yeah, oh right. it's just like a nice you get time to talk and say a whole sentence and get your thought out without just matt chiming in with something stupid this is wow yeah i don't i don't know what to do with my time i know yeah uh, there might be actually might be a lot of dead air <laughs> a lot of tons of dead air <laughs> well <clears throat> You know, well, actually, Matt's on his uh, wedding anniversary, or his anniversary, is it what? It's not wedding. No, it's just like their anniversary. anniversary of, like, yeah, just being together. Yeah, yeah. on his wife's uh, darkest day, when she accepted a date with Matt, and, yep. uh, yeah, it's been 20 years. Congrats, congrats, you know. But, mm. you know, speaking of uh, 20 years of pain and suffering, the New York Knicks are in the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave, shocker. Shocker. Uh the uh, yeah, the Houston Rockets are trying to unload uh, Russell Westbrook. He doesn't want to be there because uh, he doesn't want to play for a, a rich douchebag. So he'd rather go <laughs> play for a different rich douchebag. So that makes sense. Yo, yeah, I don't know. Uh, can, you, can you? I mean, can you? Can you figure out like what the? I mean, the main root of it has to be that like it's just not working with Harden, right? Like he like he wants to be the dude and. Like, just doesn't want to... I mean, he claimed that, like, he doesn't like the culture there. Like, I mean, it can't just be, like, Fertitta. 
No, I mean, Harden is the culture. Right. Right? Like, that's that's what he's saying um, without saying. But And he said, like, I, the lack of discipline. Like, that's obviously a jab at Harden. Right? Oh, it I mean, you don't see Westbrook eating uh, baseball helmets of ice cream the day before. <laughs> no, West, Westbrook is, a, is the guy at dinner who's just, like, chain-smoking cigarettes and not eating anything. <laughs> so I, I've never thought of Westbrook as a smoker, but now it makes so much sense that you said it. <laughs> just sitting there, just fucking pissed, just, like, just pissed off about shit. Which, you know, pissed. it's very New York. You know, I think, it is uh, very New- you know, he <laughs> might fit in New- well. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm so desensitized to all the horrible moves the Knicks have made the last 20 years. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I I feel like the stages of like the bullshit are like, you get pissed off, then you get really sad, then you talk yourself into being okay with it, and then you cheer on a really shitty team for, uh, you know, at least the hey, at least the season will be 10 games shorter this year. So that's. <laughs> That's good, right? That's a win. <laughs> Instead of 82 games of Westbrook, you get 72. That's, hey, hey, that's not bad. Hey, hey you got to ca- find Count your the, blessings. Yeah. Hey, less L's, that's a dub. Big old dub. <laughs> 10 less losses. Hey, yeah, we got 10 yeah. less losses this year, folks. I mean, look, this uh, this team is shaping up to be um, pretty good in um, 2009. So... <laughs> Got okay. Tibbs, got Westbrook coming. I mean, look, like, until I see Woj and Shams, like, saying, like, negotiations are, like, f- like happening, I don't really believe these rumors. Like, I, like, what scares me today is that there, there is some reporting, like, on the Knicks beat that Tibbs is, like, wants to win now, which is, like, not good. But, okay. But that was almost assumed when they hired Tibbs, right? Like, they didn't go with right. the Kenny Atkinson. They didn't go with the younger guy. They went with the guy. Yeah, they went with the guy who's closer to death. Like, he has closer to Closer to death. So, he yeah. has to, yeah. Yeah, he has to right. yell, and he has to... He's got. So, he's only got so much pain left in him before... Yes. Uh, before L- literally, literally. Like, chest so, pain, you know. Heart, clogged arteries. Yeah. Clogged arteries, yeah. Exactly. Just a ringing in his ear. Yep, yep. <laughs> um... So I, I wanted to ask you, so let, let me hear, because I have an interesting perspective on this as an outsider, but as an insider of Knicks, a long-suffering mm-hmm. fan. Yes. What would be, so, so you're on the take that you want to build this thing slow? Is that, is that kind of the move? Or is there, is it Westbrook specific? Or is it the idea that they would go for a big name who obviously isn't, you know, we, we all know Westbrook's flaws. He's not... You don't Look, want him to he, be the best player on your team, right? He's not going to win you a championship. No, no. Like and also, you know, he is past his prime, and his game just doesn't fit in 2020. He can't shoot. Like, yeah, you know, like I, I love the guy. Like as a person, I think he's a fantastic personality. Like he's one of my favorite people in the league. And would I talk myself into enjoying him on the Knicks? I would have to. I have no choice. Yeah, but. Uh, that contract is insane. It'd be one thing, like it's it's that third year really that gets me. Like, um, if he had two years left, I could live with that because, like, you know, the, the Knicks aren't going to be like signing Giannis next year. You know, like, yeah, yeah. There, there aren't like <laughs> a, a, any like really tasty 
um, free agents that are going to be available like in 2021. Um, so I could live with two years, but three years at $40 million is insane for somebody that is not like at this point in his career, especially not top shelf talent, you know? Yeah. But, but so I look, guess- like, like, I know people, I know a lot of people like are saying that's insane. He's still a star. He's still an exciting player. And he would, uh, you know, obviously immediately be the best player on the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? but, but I guess my point is, would, would you prefer like the Knicks to like, you know, obviously develop guys like RJ and, and Mitch. Mitch. But like, would you prefer them to like basically just like tank next year and get another chance at the lottery? Or like, do you want them to just add different pieces that aren't Westbrook? Uh, I think probably somewhere in between. I, like, I mean, we've seen like like what happened with the Pelicans like in last year's draft. Like, you don't have to full tank. You know, you yeah. can make strides and and be better. But I worry. I also worry about like Russ's presence on the team. Like, is that going to stymie the progress of the young guys? Like, got it. Because he is so notoriously like a grouch and. Look, maybe he comes to New York. He's happy to be in like a bigger market. He's happy to be the guy on the team, and maybe that forces him. And maybe he has a good relationship with Tibbs. I have no clue. But maybe, and especially a guy who's complaining about discipline, like Tibbs is notoriously like a, a whip cracker. Like you know, like I mean, maybe he likes the situation and he does embrace like his like elder statesman position on the team. Um, my gut feeling is that would not happen and it would be a fucking like disaster. And he would like, I, I said this on, uh, on the Patreon WhatsApp, which you can sign up for. Just say, Hey, uh, get that money. Hey, patreon.com slash super hoopers. We'll talk about that later. In yeah. The we'll outs. talk about that later. Um, but like <clears throat> the Knicks culture or lack thereof turned Enos Cantor into a grouch. Like he's like one of the like yeah. most positive, like. Uh, you know, nice guys in the league. And, like, even he was, like, I'm over this shit. Like, sitting at the end of the bench, not, like, chilling with his teammates, like, uh, like on the sideline. Like, I, I, I think it could go sour for Russ, like, very quickly. Got it. And well, then like, that's a about- huge distraction to everybody on the team, you know? And you have a new front office. You have a new head coach. Everybody's trying to establish um, – some semblance of a culture and I, and Russ, if Russ comes over, like he's immediately the, the, um, attention getter, like he's the focal point and that could be good, but it could be really bad. Okay. So let what about like somewhere, someone in the middle, someone like, let's say right. like a, like a Gordon Hayward, would you want him? <laughs> no, no. Or like I mean, that level, somebody of that level. Yeah. Or would you rather them just be bad again and tank? I'm just trying to get where your like level of tanking is. Right. I guess I don't want them to try to like lose games. Yeah. Um, because it's not necessary anymore. Got it. You know. Um, I'd like to see. I'd like to see the focus be on Mitch, like actually starting to shoot the ball, which he, you know, I, I, I. I'm tired of seeing like workout videos of him in the gym shooting corner threes. Like I want to see it in a fucking game. I want to see that, and I want to see RJ with the ball in his hands. Got it. And 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 whoever they draft, um, you know, in this this draft, you know, I'd I'd like to see that be the the focal point. And 
Yeah, if there's like um, a vet that comes in who's like a, still a pretty solid role player, like yeah, like I I mean I hate Gordon Hayward, but like maybe like somebody like Danny Green, you know, like like Got somebody it. of that level. I would love to have somebody like that be someone that they bring in. I don't know who that player is, but like somebody who's not a distraction, but who helps the young guys take a step forward, you know, got just it, by their it. presence. So, so you I think feel... that would be smartest. Like if they go from winning, um, you know, uh, 20 games to winning like 30 games, that would be dope to me. You okay. know, got it. Got it. So you feel like RJ Mitch and whoever you draft this year would be your core. I would hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. You feel confident in that. This isn't like build a... through the draft. Build through the draft. Okay. I mean, Got it. you know, and the... then I think if if you start to generate some sort of cohesion with a young core, then um, you're sending a message to the rest of the league to uh, other star talent. Like things are normal here now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, the Knicks aren't nixing. You know, yeah. like there's there's actually like a plan in place. Got it. Um. Very much like but, kind of what the Suns are doing now kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, as much as I hate to admit that, like the Suns seem to be doing some smart things for once. Suns, Miami, another one the, that right. then got well, Jimmy Butler. Well, then you know got I mean? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, right, so you would right, say, right. let's keep running it back, then we get the star. Yeah, because like, I mean, <laughs> the Knicks aren't going to be competing in the next two years. So why try to like go for some whatever you think this home run would be with Russ and maybe, like, you know, be the A seed in the East. Like, that's such a waste. Got it. It's such okay. a waste to me. Got it. Okay. It's, it's so short-sighted, but it's also what they notoriously have done, you know. Yeah, and I, I would say this. I have a unique perspective as a Sixers fan because I have been in that corner where it's like people tell you, like, no, why don't you go after – DeRozan or Kyle well, you went or th- you, you went through the tank of all tanks of all tanks. <laughs> and I know what it's like to have people say you should get better by signing these players, you know, mm-hmm. uh, go after this guy that like a DeRozan where you're like, I don't think that guy makes us better, you know, like a, whoever it was during that period that people would always try to pawn off on us. Um, right. So, but now that it's not my team, and it is the Knicks, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm for Russell Westbrook to the Knicks, but I don't hate it. And I actually don't hate it for the Knicks themselves. And, and I'm going to give you a reason why, and you tell me why I'm wrong, okay? Okay. Okay, one, I, I want to caveat, they can't give up anything for him. Like, I, th- I think the only, like, like, I mean, that's, 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 the, that's the other, like, that's the worry. That's the worry. Like, like don't give the... up your draft pick. Don't give up RJ or Mitch or any of that. If it's Frank, fine. And like a future second rounder. And a future like second that. rounder. Yeah. Like a guy fine. that clearly you guys don't really care about. I mean, it's I mean, still. I'm, st- I'm still on the Frank train. I know that's insane. I love I know. Frank. But you are but, going but it to, would have to have to give but up. But they're not, yeah, they're not going to take Knox. You know, like, exactly. it's just not going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Not going to happen. Rockets want to get off that salary. They'll take a bunch of filler like Julius Randle and things like that. But you don't mm-hmm. want to give up anything of, of value. And if it's Frank, no, you're still getting Westbrook. Like, 
yeah, Westbrook's what we said, you know, not the number one on team, but like we we can't pretend he's not like good. You know what I mean? He's not right. great, but he's better than Frank Nilakina. <laughs> you yes. know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So a couple things what I like about it is one, the guys that you mentioned, RJ, Mitch, and them, and this traffic are still really young. They're not gonna win for a few years anyway. Yeah. And what I think Russ would do, and I, and he does hog the ball, but he also passes the ball a lot too, you know. And I think what we saw in OKC was the team pretty much likes him. I mean, he becomes the team, but I don't right. think people were like begging to get away, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think what would be as an outsider of the Knicks team, I just think it would make the Knicks so fun. I think he's like the perfect person to be with the Knicks as far as like a team that has not had great fun for a long, long time. And he is the perfect like, yeah, he's not perfect. And yeah, people hate him. But like, I bet Knicks fans would love him. Like, oh, I'm sure. Him, I'm, him I'm sure. dropping 40, 50 points on like 20 for 70 shooting in MSG to, to beat the Pacers. Like that place will like every single fan there will re I mean, there's going to be no fans, but that would be one of those memory. Like I would love Russ to become a Knicks legend while guys like RJ and Mitch and this draft pick grow. And then by year three, you could probably, you could probably dump them for salary. And I think nothing would be better than Russell Westbrook as a Nick fighting against Kevin Durant as the Nets. And I think that is like that's like, the one draw. That's the one that, draw, like to me, yeah, yeah. Get get to the playoffs as an 8th seed, maybe not this year, maybe or maybe I think he could take you to the playoffs in the East. Maybe you get to the 8th seed and then maybe in a well, year especially or two, with the with the new rules with the play-in like with the play-in, you know, like, I mean, who anything's possible. Hey, he got OKC to the playoffs in the West. That's true. You know what I mean? So I think it would be a lot of fun. I think it would make the Knicks not just relevant in a fake way, but in a real way. Like they would compete in the East and the rivalry would be fun. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like New York would embrace him in a weird way. I mean, well, I, uh, look, I think that's an easier argument to make. Uh, like outside, outside of the of bubble. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, yeah, that would be fun for people who don't have to watch like the Knicks play every night. You know, <laughs> I I just think like it's it it would be maybe fun for this like upcoming season maybe, but we also like have to remember that like he's had his host of like um, health issues too like the the last couple years and <clears throat> I don't know I could all, I could see it also just being really like like him just like being a very expensive um like like dnp <laughs> that's very true that is very true but i think one thing the knicks have lacked is right the cachet that it once had right we saw like durant and and kyrie not even consider them but if you do have russ right. and you have these young guys start playing and they start becoming a little better i think you do have a better shot of maybe starting get to get those Danny Greens in there to get these players that when Russ finally leaves, you know, you're now at a place where RJ has taken over. You know what I mean? Like you become a little 
Look, that's a theory. It usually never works. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, you know, what, I tend I mean, to I I tend to lean towards like my initial feeling, but if he comes, you know, I'm gonna have to talk myself into it, and I I I would be leaning heavily on your feeling about it. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the thing. I, but I would also say I feel like you guys would instantly love him. And find, I think you would secretly find more, you would find more enjoyment than you, than you think you would now. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Like having, having Russ um, playing will be more fun than having to watch Julius Randle bring the ball up. Yes. Yes. I Correct. will say that. that Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would, I would agree. So I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly for it because I love when Russ, I want 30 teams to have, a, I want to watch every game. Like when the Sixers play the Knicks, I don't want it to be like, who am I watching? Like I don't want to watch I will, these guys. I, I want to watch. Yes, and that will be one positive thing is that the Knicks will have more national games then if Russ is there. Dude, so that's me, that would that would be nice. Knicks versus Nets Christmas. Give it to me. Oh, Ooh. oh baby. Ooh. I'm so like, yeah. Can we talk about like I know the players are kind of bummed that they, especially the players that are on good teams that had to play in the bubble. I know they're like pissed off that they have like no off season, but I'm so excited that they agreed to come back for Christmas. Like, I love it. Um, like a January start would have been like kind of lame. I don't know. Yeah, it, it like, would just be kind of meaningless. Christmas without the NBA is like s- stupid. It's, yeah, <laughs> it like is like my favorite part of the day. Yeah, because you don't have to talk with your family. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just it's like be like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna go be in the TV room. Uh, to leave me alone. It's wonderful. Perfect. It's wonderful. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, did you want to briefly talk about um, how Sixers Twitter um, still thinks that Harden is coming, or do you not even <laughs> want to broach that? No, subject? no, no, no. So uh, I love it because um, we we mentioned the Rockets, but I think it's interesting to see like how in disarray they are. Like we don't we it's it sounds like it's bad, right? But it might be. I mean, if Harden's like still there, like they're still gonna be pretty good, right? Like, if you get rid of Westbrook, then you now have forty more million dollars to like figure it out, you know. Right. And I think James Harden plus some role players is probably pretty good. I mean. Yeah, I I w- like I feel like I bet against uh, Harden a lot, and um, that's probably silly because he's st- still one of the best players in the league, and he will find a way to win. Like he's not going to be able to beat like the upper echelon of teams, but that team will be like a a a middling like solid Western Conference team still. Like as yeah. long as Harden's there, like like they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll, be they'll fine. definitely be. I mean, yeah, they're not. Are they beating the Lakers or Golden State or, you know, one of those teams? Probably not, but, like... Probably not. They're going to beat Utah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, right. at least at least be there fighting against them. I don't know if they beat them, depending on who else they pick up. But, like, um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think they'd be dumb to trade James Harden. Like, Sixers fans, like, come on, guys. Yeah. James Harden, the other thing about it. James Harden is he has three years left on his contract. It's not yeah. a deal where even if he's like, I want out, I'm tired of this. No one's trained James Harden with three years left on his contract. 
No. Yeah. The no. only way he could do it is if he straight up like called like uh, for Tito. What did, what did Kendrick Perkins oh. call him? <laughs> for t- t- Tellman for Tito. <laughs> Tellman for Tato. Nelly for Tato. Nelly for Tato. Nelly for Tato. Unless he's like straight up like fuck you in public to the point that this right. dude has to like, you know, is so yeah, like prideful that he just has to like be like, well, fuck you back. I'm trading you to like you know, Orlando or something. Um, I don't also, see it. It sounds happening. like, like he, like Harden, like the reporting that I've seen is that Harden has been like calling a lot of the shots, uh, like with the front office moves and stuff. So it's like, they've, they've given him the reins. Like, why would he like leave that situation? Like, yeah, well, he, he's got his Jersey retired in strip clubs. Like that's his city. <laughs> There's no reason right, right. for him to leave. You know, right. he's got plenty of money and the Rockets could just retool and get him the more of the, this is what he does every time, right? He wanted Dwight, he got Dwight. He wanted CP3, he got CP3 and Russ. So I don't see why he would leave. Yeah. You know, um, unlo- I mean, yeah, sure. If if he goes to the, the Nets and gets to play with Durant and Kyrie or Golden State, but like, that's probably not happening. No way. None. No way. Yeah. And also, he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who, like, wants to be a part of a three-headed monster. He functions the best as being the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, like, he seems to be content with that that situation. Like, why, like when you're as good as him, like, why would you, like, uh, like I, I, I would want to just have a bunch of role players around me, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Egg, egg Fertitta is not a... a Frittata, a frittata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, egg frittata. Egg frittata is not going to give James Harden to Daryl Morey, the guy no, who who absolutely cost not. him all this money and spurned him and just left. Yeah, and then he's I'm, stupid, but he's not that stupid. He's not that. Like, come he's, on. dude. Yeah. These fucking rich asshole billionaires, like they don't, uh, they fucking hate you. <laughs> like they're not gonna. Yep. They're, they they're spiteful and terrible. Like he literally wrote. A book called Shut Up and Listen. Like this dude is not <laughs> this dude is not going to give Daryl Morey anything, you know. No. So maybe look, maybe in a year or two when the contract's only, you know, one or two years left and Harden's demanding. Chase a the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe Ben Simmons for him might be the best thing you can get. I don't know, whatever it is, but I highly doubt that happens. I'm, yeah. I'm Good gonna, luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Sixers fans, nope, not happening. Not happening. No. Um, who's next? Oladipo. We want to talk about that weird fucking story. <laughs> how do, first of all, how did that not come out earlier? I think it did. There was that, that clip. <laughs> or maybe where I just missed it. That clip where he was talking to Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that clip? Yes, yes. So yes. the rumor is so that, that uh, the report is Oladipo has asked teams to come and get him. And there's a clip like of, after games in front of his teammates. After games in front of the teammates <laughs> in the bubble and was like, yo, come get me. Um, and one was he went up to Bam and Bam has this funny look like, are you fucking, dude, are you, are you saying this here? <laughs> it's right. like if like some girl went up to Bam and was like, yo, let's, let's hook up. And he's like, dude, my wife's right here. You're, you're, what the, <laughs> right. Your husband's right there. Right. Like, what are you doing? Chill. Right. It's like, well, right. text me. Um, so. So there's been rumors of rumors to the Knicks too that he said it to the Knicks. 
Yeah, which is bizarre. It's like so, uh, the Raptors, the Heat, and the Knicks. Yeah, so Oladipo's okay. going through a lot of mental health issues in the bubble right now, it seems. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. had a rough COVID. Uh, seems like his, his thinking isn't quite where it needs to be right now. Um, well, what, now, and like, uh, it, it just came out like a, an hour ago that now he, he wants to stay put. He's happy um, with the Pacers organization. I'm like, oh, the, this this guy got the message that uh, he is not getting paid anywhere else, and he better stay. <laughs> he better better prove that knee injury is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see about that. I I do feel like that's more of a maybe like a, a wait. What do you know his contract off the top? I don't. Yeah, I I feel like that might be more of a trade deadline. Let's see where everything's going, kind of thing. Right, 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 right. You know, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Super weird. Oladipo, hilarious. We forget that uh, his first slam dunk contest, he just came out singing. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the guy loves to sing. Hey, he sang New York, right? Didn't he sing New York, New York? What did he sing? I thought he sang a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, yeah, he may have. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a a real crooner. He's a real crooner. Not it goes uh, Billy Joel, the Beatles, Oladipo. Yep, in, in the singing, That's right. in the power rankings. Okay, good. That's right. Uh, who else we got? Uh, CP3 um, apparently been talking to Kawhi about coming to the Clippers. Yo, CP3 is talking to everyone, dude. He <laughs> CP3 is wild. Yeah, it seems like. The Suns was the destination, and now that seems to be fading. Oh, I mean, I, I, like, uh, yeah. What do like? I mean, this whole like off season is like is just like so accelerated because it's like, you know, it's like two weeks. Yeah, it's so <laughs> short. Um, yeah, the Suns one was the one I heard the most. What do you I think mean, about how that? How could the how could uh, the Suns? Yeah. Hey, best winning percentage in the bubble, baby. Yeah, when they, when they when they can't all be hooking up with the same girl at the same time, turns out turns right. out they're a little more focused. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, that seems weird to me. Uh, I mean, wouldn't he want to like make like a last ditch effort to try to win a ring? Like he's like on his last legs. I mean, but how? Like, you know, I. I I don't know shit about contracts. Like, how could the Clippers even make that work? I mean, the Clippers—I don't know how. When I heard the Clippers thing, like, I don't know. That doesn't even make sense to me because Clippers also don't have any picks. What do the Clippers give? Exactly. Up? Exactly. The Suns at least make sense because you could—they have—they have a pretty good pick this year, right? Or no? Like 10, 14? Is it 14? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Um, Something like that. And then they have future picks, and then maybe a young guy, you know, maybe a Mikel Bridges. Uh, It seems like a perfect, like, dumb thing the Suns would do, kind of rush a a team that is uh, on the verge of being really good. Right. Um, So I could totally see Sarver doing it because uh, he does a lot of dumb things. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, True. And it, well, the Suns have the tenth pick. Tenth oh, the tenth pick. pick. Okay, so that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, depending who's there, I feel like just 
I don't know. OKC could probably get more than the tenth pick. Probably. Like, like, what is? I don't. But it's his his contract's so heavy. I know. It's like you can't. You might not be able to. Like, what contending team has that kind of cap space? None. Couldn't. No. Nope. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's really like Atlanta, but they already have Trey Young. I mean, do you trust uh, Jerry West to f- f- fleece? Um, I, I mean, I just, I just don't see um, Presty like. I mean, they've done, they've done business. They've done business. But the problem yeah. is, so you would have to probably get rid of Paul George. The problem is, Paul George only has a one-year contract left. So why that would, would be ins- so that why, would be wild? So why would Presty get Paul George for one year back? Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I mean, yeah. and not be able to get. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What am I? What am I thinking? That's like, there's no way that would happen. Yeah, there's I can't. No I can't happen. see that. But I think, I think the Suns. I mean, thing, is there is there a world where Chris Paul just ends up staying put? I could see that to the to the, um, at least to the trade deadline, right? You know, and see what happens from there. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I mean, why would you? Why would you want out of um, a, a pretty decent situation in OKC um, to go to a worse situation in Phoenix? Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. They were a pretty solid team, and like Shea is like on the rise. Like, and I feel he seemed pretty happy there. I don't know. Like, I mean, they were a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, I think I think so much of this Suns like going eight and zero in the bubble is such a. Such, oh, a, such a fluke, such a fluke, <laughs> such a mirage, such a like yeah. a perfect thing that like will make Sarver think he's better than they are. And I guess if you're OKC, yeah. the tenth pick, a couple future first, a future first, and like a Mikel Bridges or someone, it's not a bad haul if you're trying yeah. to rebuild. Right. You know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, DeMar DeRozan, there's a lot, a lot of rumors of the Spurs trying to do big things, right? They keep saying there's a big, they're trying to do something big's happening. Yeah. Well, they're trying to like, yeah, they're, they're trying to get a good draft pick, (laughs) but they don't have much. (laughs) No. Like who wants LaMarcus Aldridge? There, there's rumors of Golden State. Uh, people said Warrior, the Warriors, like that he fit into there, which I could see, I guess. Like, but doesn't he play the same position as Draymond? Well, Draymond, like not after. I mean, he could play the five and Draymond play yeah. the four. I mean, I, I could see that. I could, and plus, like at this point, like you know, he's he doesn't bang. Like he's like a jump shooter at this, yeah, like in his true. career. You know, I mean. I, I, I could see it working. I could see it working. But um, is that worth giving up the second pick? I mean, I guess if you feel like this draft is bunk as hell and, like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, we don't care about getting, like, Wiseman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Unless they somehow trade back, collect other assets, and then trade, like, the seventh pick for Aldridge. But right. I don't why. Again, I don't. I wouldn't. Maybe like the fifteenth pick or later is probably what Aldridge is worth. You'd have to yeah. assume, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not that good. Yeah. No. no, no, not anymore. Not anymore. No, 
Yeah. No. And DeRozan, the rumor is DeRozan to the Lakers for Kuzma right. and Danny Green. Yeah. That, I don't think that makes sense. No. It makes sense for the Spurs. Of course. Because you're getting off an older guy to get... Well, but even then, you're getting Kuzma. But also, Kuz sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the guy you want. And Danny Green's cool, but he's not helping you unless you plan to flip him to a contender. Which is possible. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Uh, unless... Uh, yeah, if it becomes a three-team deal. Unless... Unless, unless you plan on flipping both of them, <laughs> yeah, it's another one that. But just that seems wouldn't. Weird. But that wouldn't happen. Like no, I think you'd have to get some picks in there or something. Right. You know, like if you're if it would make more sense to trade DeRozan to a team in, to like Milwaukee for the twenty first pick or something, you know, or twenty whatever right. pick. You know? I guess it's also hard for me to like figure out like what the Spurs are doing anymore. Like I like I can't figure out for the life of me like what that team is anymore. No. I guess like pop, you know, pop has to be close to the end of the road. I mean, well, like- someone I read one rumor there on uh, NBA Reddit. I, I pulled a Matt Hill and went on NBA Reddit, and oh, shit. they said you know QAnon, what- you were on QAnon. I was on QAnon. Yeah, yeah, baby, keep this count recount going. <laughs> Stop the count the votes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and their their thing was the big thing happening was what if Pop finally retires? Because they were like, look, Duncan Tim Duncan quit as an assistant coach. Right. And he's like, look, I wanted Tim to be the guy. Or Tim quit because he knows I'm leaving. And I'm going to leave and you guys should trade all the now players and rebuild without me. It would make sense mm-hmm. why you get rid of Aldridge and DeRozan. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I don't Pop's know. been washed for years. Pop's been washed. We've been saying that. Been saying yeah, that. Hooper Troopers, you know we've been on that tip. Yep. Uh, Pop's washed. Is that all the big ones? There's some Sixers, so. Josh Richardson rumors for Patty Mills. Meh, Whatever. <laughs> oh, I thought you said the I thought you said the big ones, not yeah, the fucking I mean. tiny, like, the tiniest ones. Yeah, the tiniest ones. I don't know. I don't know. Where are you? Um, who do you want the Knicks to draft? It's so hard to say because I have no clue who's going to be available. Um, I mean, I, I like I I stand by. Um, he's not going to be available, but I I I, I know uh, Matt is so against Denny, Oof. but Den. But Denny would be such a fucking superstar immediately in New York. It would have been such a good fit. Dude, a fucking Jewish player in New York. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Not since Amari Stoudemire have we had such a famous Jewish player. <laughs> Yo, just get Westbrook to convert. <laughs> That's your move. I can see that. I can see, I that. Can see he's, He seems pissed off enough to be he Jewish. Seems, yeah, he seems He seems angry a lot. I could see him converting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in all seriousness, I I really like Killian Hayes. Yeah, he's his star seems to be um, rising, and so he's another person that um, uh, I don't think is going to be available. But I like Vassal. I like Halliburton. Um, I I think if either of those guys are there, uh, I like Patrick Williams. I like he also seems to be rising. He probably won't still be there. Like eight eight is so tough, man. It's a tough one, man. You know, did, but also like yeah. I, I can't get a finger on this draft. I really like, I it's it's obvious that the t, the, the the Timberwolves are gonna take um uh, uh, Lamelo, and then after that, it's just like 
I have no idea. So I obviously listened to the pod last week. Uh, shout out to mm-hmm. Javier. Great job, always being. Oh, Javier's the yeah, best. Super, super smart. But um, yep. gotta say, Lamelo Ball a bust. Got to say, <laughs> Lamelo Ball a bust. Big baller bust. Ball buster. Ball ball buster. Bust number three. Uh, I've, I've spent quite a long, a, a good amount of time with all the balls, uh, LaVar, Lonzo, Jello, and LaMelo. And, uh, yo man, don't drop out of high school. Feel, don't drop out of high school. That's like, all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jello is, is also going to be a bust. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I'll That's take, I'll take. <laughs> Is he still playing basketball? What is, like, what does he do all day? I remember once, uh, it was one of my favorite interviews. We were interviewing him, and Broussard was like, and we had all, to, you know, he's got to be nice. But he had, like, casually mentioned, he's like, yo, you know, a lot of these guys who don't make it uh, transition into, like, football and, like, a tight, you got a tight end's body. Would you ever consider that? And uh, Jello was like, no, no, I'm going to the NBA. And we were all like, mm, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, buddy. Yeah. Oh, you have a tight end's body at translation. Uh, yeah, you have big, weird legs, and you shouldn't play basketball. Yeah, you basketball. should not play basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't understand. Like, a week ago, everyone was saying LaMelo, like, is slipping. He's done bad in interviews. He's done bad in that. And that was the narrative. Yeah. And then la- recently, this week, people have come to be the anti side of that, where they're saying... Right. It's wrong. LaMelo's going to be a star. He's in a tier above himself. Interviews don't matter. People, you know, flunk interviews on purpose to guide themselves on. Dude, I just don't see it. I mean, I talked to the guy. He's not. Look, he's young. I'm not saying he has to be like super, super like brilliant. A lot of, let's be yeah. honest, not all athletes are, are scholars. Although at his position, uh, you, you'd hope that he would be a little... More high IQ. Yes. And I, I, I'll i do this. I'll compare him just to Lonzo. And yeah. I will say, you you talk with Lonzo and you're like, yeah, that dude that dude probably is a point guard. You know? Like, yeah. he's not... He's prof- much more professional. Yeah, he's not the loudest... You know, he's not the most outspoken guy in the world. But you're like, okay, I see why he has the hype and why he leads UCLA and all this stuff. And you meet LaMelo and you're just like, hmm. You seem kind of distracted. You seem like you don't care. You seem kind of aloof. You're, you're, mm. Then I watch the highlights and I, I listen to people talk about him. And I, I'm listening to Jonathan Giovanni talk about him to Zach Lowe. And he's like, yeah, no, his, his, his shot. Yeah, it's inconsistent. Like he'll, uh, he might go, you know, five for seven or 0 for eight. And, and that's fine. And I'm like, dude, that's not fine. That's, that's, that's absolutely what you don't want in your point guard. You don't want, like, I don't see him as a good shooter. I don't see he has good form. We've seen that with Lonzo. Um, yeah. He doesn't play defense. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's had the background and training that will lead him to a future of success. You know, like, you go through... It's- you, it's a weird path to the NBA that he's taking. It's so weird. And look, Very I'm not saying path. it can't happen, but like you talk to every guy from like that comes that 
goes through Kentucky or Duke, and they talk about Coach K and Coach Cal and how much these guys have shaped them and their mm-hmm. philosophy on the game and work and all this stuff. That's why Kentucky guards are always great, you know? Guys from Duke always know, next play, that's the Coach K thing, you know? You, any of these guys who go through a big program, they understand the work. And I don't know, man. LaMelo just showing up to different countries being the big thing with LeVar in tow. Um, yeah. I just don't see it, man. And I get that he's a tall point guard, but, like, it's you got to be more he, than I mean, that. He, he has a really I mean there are a lot of things that are like really good about his game too. I mean I I can I can see why he is considered the best player in this draft at the moment. Just because it's it's a weak draft. Like it's very uh, like a, a a a better draft like uh, there's no way he'd go number 1, but no. I just think he's like the closest that we that I can tell from from what I've seen of uh, like an actual like um, ready, like good, like high high caliber player. I mean, we'll see. uh, We'll see. see. I kind of go with Matt and what he said is that I think it's like the, you have this kind of like evaluators always say like, well, this, this guy has potential, right? Mm -hmm. But we're basing it off an 18 year old's body. Like basically like they love him because he's tall. You know right. what I mean? Um, but you have these other guys that are, like, actually good at basketball. You know? <laughs> that are actually, like, sure. good sure. at basketball. They might be a little shorter, but, like, you know, we've seen – there's plenty of people under six foot six that are good at basketball. So, yeah, I just don't see it, man. I wish I did. I don't see it. Same thing with Denny. I mean, look, we'll we'll see, man. Yeah. I, I – look, I, the, the knocks on Denny are, are valid. But I don't know. I like the kid. I like the kid. Denny's weird because he's like a small forward that shoots like 50% from the line. That's I know, the thing which, where I don't get. And I don't think he... Which he doesn't is have like, obviously alarming. And he, he doesn't look... <laughs> I haven't seen anything super athletic out of him. But he's a smart player. And he, he makes a lot of like cool plays. Like he has great court vision. Um, I just think like there's, there's a lot to be excited about him. And if he came to New York, people would be fucking over the moon. And in a draft, that's already kind of like, whatever, I think it would be worth like the, the hype to have somebody like that come to the team just for the fan base. I think it would be exciting. But as far as like raw talent, um, I mean, to me and a lot of people like have argued that like. Killing Hayes is a mistake because then you're taking the ball out of RJ's hands. But like, I just think he he seems like the most like uh, like raw talent, exciting player like that that's gonna go like in the in the top ten to me. Yeah, he looks. I, he I looks, just really like and I, I I like and like talk about size. Like he also like has like huge wingspan. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I have no clue. Um, how to figure out this draft whatsoever, and like guys, just like the 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 fluctuation between like who people think um are going um in what spot is just like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. All I I think place. there's gonna be so. a lot of good guys later. I think I, I think agree. Tyrese and, yeah, Maxey. it's a, it's a good draft to have multiple picks. Knicks, baby. Knicks, baby. Yeah, we'll see. We'll and see. The Sixers Hopefully, too. 
Hopefully Sixers get a, a point guard or a guard around 21. We'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, should we do headlines? Oh, yeah. Love it. Do some headlines. Just, uh, this, yeah. this, this is just where we read uh, headlines like ripped from the newspaper. Just I, just, I the... opened up the paper this morning, and uh, these are just yeah. actual headlines from the paper. Um, so we were saying before, Russell Westbrook wants to be traded from Houston. Yeah, I saw that. I saw so, that. yeah, you saw that. So, uh, so a washed guy wants to leave behind a rich guy and one of the best talents in the game to go to a shittier team. Maybe this will finally inspire Matt to join Dunked On. Headlines. Headlines. Woo. Love it. Wow. Newspaper. Victor, uh, <laughs> Matt making the yeah, newspaper. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Yeah, it's just the um, the, the times. The, uh, uh, I re- the opened up the times. Huntington Beach uh, Nazi Daily yeah. is that? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the white HP supreme. Nazi Daily. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor Oladipo reportedly told players on the Raptors, Heat, and Knicks he wanted to join their team in front of his Pacers teammates. I saw that. Uh, if anyone from another podcast is listening, Mad wants to join your pod. <laughs> Headline. Headlines. Very disrespectful, Matt, to say it in front of us. Yeah, that was you know. disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, uh, Raptors, Heat, and Knicks, huh? Wow, that's perfect for us. John is the consistent low-key Raptors. I'm the flashy, always playoff-bound, and never bad Heat. And Matt is the Knicks. Headline. Headlines. <laughs> uh, the Lakers are in the news. The Lakers have announced that uh, all their home games for the 2020-21 uh, season will be played without fans until further notice. Ooh. Charlotte has announced they will also have no fans until they move to Seattle. Headlines. Oh, Seattle, a city mostly known for dead fish getting thrown around, just like Matt's house. Headlines. <laughs> uh, also planning to have no fans in 2020 and 2021, Matt's TikTok account. Headlines. Matt's starting a TikTok account. Matt is uh, starting a TikTok account. Do not follow it. LaMelo Ball has apparently uh, not been impressing teams in his interviews. Mm. Hmm. Someone who is talented on paper and doesn't impress in interviews. Matt alert! (laughs) Headlines! Uh, one more, one more. Uh, Adonis Haslam uh, has apparently announced he is returning for an 18th NBA season. Congrats. Congrats to Haslam. In equally boring news, Matt has announced he's returning to his wife for a 20th season. Headlines! <laughs> headlines. Wow. Those are all the headlines that are fit to pie. Wow. Wow. What great headlines. Probably the best of the year. Kind of mad, kind of, kind of mad heavy kind of headlines. Kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's weird. I don't weird. know what this paper is. Matt probably got his, his <laughs> students to, to write the bonus paper. It's uh, It was the, the times. It was the, t- it was the times. A <laughs> uh, lot of those jokes uh, you probably don't understand because they are uh, from our Patreon and our WhatsApp <laughs> group, right. which is great. So if you want to, if you want to understand those, um, you know, hop on that Patreon backslash Super Hoopers. Only four four dollars a month. I mean, come on, this is that's the price of a latte. Nothing, nothing. Um, come on now. Yeah. Uh, indeed, 
Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Mm, get on it. Got to get on it. Indeed. Got to get on get it. it. Um, Patreon. That pa- Dude, the Patreon's been popping. Dude, it was popping was yesterday. Poppin'. My God. We're, we're going to peel back the little curtain for all you who aren't in the Patreon to let you know what you're missing. This is, this is called a hard sell. Matt, <laughs> we've been, this is a lot of been Jersey talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the the city jerseys, oh which are um, majority trash. Majority of them terrible. <laughs> been... They look like they've been like they're like designed by children. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Occasionally, few of them fire some, though. Some few of them, them are fired. Uh, I do like the Spurs Fiesta ones. I was gonna say the Spurs those look are really good. I actually really like those. The Charlotte ones are actually pretty. The Buzz City ones are pretty like yeah. Decent. The like, teal they're, ones. They're like yeah. Those are nice. Yep. Um. <laughs> People were joking that the Bucks ones are trying to keep Giannis there instead of going to the Heat because they're like total ripoff of the Vice City Dude, ones. Dude, those I I do not like those because it's just such a a weird ripoff. It's, it's like, so not. It's a long. worse. Yeah, it's like a worse, like busier version of the Vice City ones. It's wild. Like, I don't. Not I don't, not not as. Cool. I don't know about those. Um, but yeah, a lot of Jersey talk. Uh, a lot of Jersey the talk. Sixers one. Sixers fans complete meltdown. Complete meltdown. Over this jersey. So for those who don't know, the Sixers fans have always wanted the old Allen Iverson black jerseys. They they want yeah. they want retro night. They want they want it back to that. So the Sixers had done this big campaign saying that we we got Iverson back, he's a part of the campaign, we're gonna do this thing. And then they made a black Sixers so there's this guy, Chris Heck, who's in charge of the Sixers marketing or jerseys or whatever. And he's he hates the black jerseys, so that's why you haven't seen a black jersey forever. So Ben Simmons actually had to go and convince him to make a black jersey and help him design it. And they designed this jersey, uh, and it's a it's very basic. It's just a black jersey that has an outline of Rittenhouse Row on it. And if you're not familiar with Philadelphia, as you drive into the city, you go down the Schuylkill. All these boathouses from Penn, you know, where they row on the river. They the, you go you go past uh, Four Seasons Total Landscape. <laughs> yeah, you go. No. You got to drive. You got to drive really outside to get to the, the Four Seasons. 
<laughs> and uh, they, they put Christmas lights around the uh, edges of the thing. So it has this beautiful outline of the boats. And it's it's iconic in Philadelphia. Like, you you know yeah. what it, every single person in Philadelphia knows exactly what it is. And they like they like it. So they use that. And then Sixers fans just, ah, complete meltdown. Absolute most triggered fans ever. Complete meltdowns. Um, just could not believe that uh, a city jersey, a new city jersey, wasn't a retro jersey. wasn't the exact jersey. Like, this isn't a throwback night. Like, like right. this is literally like, we are going to make a new jersey every year to sell to fans called the city jersey that will highlight the city. And Sixers fans obviously didn't understand that because it's too many words. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so they just like melted down. And they they think it's the ugliest thing in the world. Here's my here's my thought. I understand not liking it. I understand being like, eh, whatever, Boathouse Row, eh, it's kind of rich, preppy people, like not my style. But like, it's not. It's too basic to be ugly. Like they didn't try right. enough to make it ugly. It's literally a black jersey with an outline that says Philadelphia, and that's it. Also, yeah, pe- people react like those are going to be like the jerseys that they're wearing every game. No. Like, these are like worn like five games. Yeah. Like, and, like relax. It's, relax. Yeah, it's just to sell fucking jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it's about. It's not like they took Miami's colors, <laughs> you know, or, or they, <laughs> like they tried right. something crazy and it looked stupid. Like, they just literally took an outline. It's a white. If anything, I would say it's too basic. But like yeah. Sixers fans, like you know. Also, here's a little pro tip: uh, if you dress like a fucking bum and you post pictures of you looking like a fucking slob, don't don't call other things, other jerseys ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like take care of yourself first. You know what I mean? Like just don't do that. Just don't do that. Just a just a fucking pissed off guy with a Carson Wentz jersey yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, a homemade Carson Wentz jersey, a Nick, a homemade Nick Foles jersey. You know, just a green just garbage a green bag. Green garbage bag. <laughs> and what's so funny too is so many people on Twitter like they were the ugliest, like fucking T public, shitty photoshopped like <laughs> shirts of like oh I took like a fucking terrible drawing of Iverson and I ran it through Photoshop and uh, I'll wear this stupid ugly ass shirt and put my name on it. But like this jersey is just way too much for them. Oh God. Oh God. This is it. Ugh. God. Yeah, it's like Matt being like, uh, the, uh, this food is disgusting. Yeah, it's like, don't listen to Matt. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like this guy eats nuts for dinner. Yeah, like, <laughs> Matt talking about someone's haircut. Ah, terrible haircut. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, you you ain't it, man. You you yeah, ain't the yeah. one. Yeah, it's fine. It's not like, am I gonna rush out and buy one? No, but it's fine. Just everyone chill out. Yeah. Just yeah, everyone just relax with the fucking city jersey just, talk. Just relax. Like, who gives? Relax. Who gives you don't a wear fuck? them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. who buy? Like, what do you? Yeah. Like, who really wears jerseys around? I know. Hey, I do. At, at home. home. Okay, that's when it's hot. When it's hot. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, hey, uh, we want to get into shout-outs and beats? Uh, I do. I want to get to that. But first, bet online. <laughs> Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in 
on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Oof. You know, the sponsors come and go, and BetOnline just stays, just stay, just hangs Dude, around. You I should bet it. on the length of BetOnline's uh, longevity at BlueWire. <laughs> Must be. Yeah, we got to see if we can do that. It, it yep. must mean it's it's the best site. Take the over. <laughs> Folks, smash that over button. <laughs> uh, shout out some beefs. beefs. Let's do it. Shout out some beefs. Uh, shout out to MSG. Um, the the seasoning. Uh, the, the, Asian, the Asian seasoning. The, yeah, yes. Yes, I love it. Yes, uh, I love it. Race. Race, racist, racist. <laughs> uh, the people think MSG is not delicious. It's why Chinese. It's it why is, New- um, East Coast Chinese food is better than West Coast Chinese food. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, shout out to uh, the network MSG. Um, uh, friend of the pod, uh, my best friend Joe Spellman yes. and I were uh, contestants on an MSG trivia show what? that we shot that we shot earlier this week. Um. I embarrassed myself very badly on a Knicks trivia question. Oh no! What was it? Um, I did they, you use so like, did you uh, did you use Russell Westbrook's old uh, jersey number and not his new? <laughs> yes, yes. No, I was like, what, like one of the segments was like they gave you clues and you got like more points the earlier you guessed like the answer. Okay. And um, let's just say I said Greg Anthony instead of Hubie Davis and uh, very embarrassed. Oof. But, but. I ended up getting the job. Oh! I did win. Won some prizes, won some uh, some MSG swag, and I won an uh, RJ Barrett jersey. Oh. So, so that'll that'll be arriving uh, at some okay. point. So that'll be fun. And, um, you know, uh, I'm sure nobody that listens to this podcast gets MSG. <laughs> nope. Um, but if you're, uh, if you're in New York and you have cable, um, so I guess if you're in New York and you're over the age of 50... <laughs> Uh, check out the show. It's called MSG Rivals. Uh, I believe it's going to air in two weeks. Oh man! Uh, we we had to do like like um, like intros that we shot ourselves, like talking shit about each other. So this over, it, that, this, so that was fun. This was over Zoom. It was over Zoom. Oh man! Um, but they like they like shipped us like equipment and like green screens oh, wow. and shit and like. Um, so it was, pretty, it was, it was actually, uh, it was not bad. It was pretty yeah. fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Joe and I just like had to keep talking shit about each other. But the best thing was there was a segment where they like, they showed us like a picture of an NBA player and the star of a movie. And you had to name like what that movie was like they were in. And, um, the very last one I got was, uh, Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler. Oh, together, so I was like, oh, that's you. my love language, uncut gems, baby. That's, that's extremely your shit. Um, yep. Them sending you an RJ uh, Barrett jersey probably means he's getting traded for Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hate to tell you, uh, Dave, that's probably, it might be a collector's item. Uh, well, I'll wear the MSG fleece, perhaps. <laughs> it, it looked nice over Zoom. So, uh, also, uh, the, the first, so the, um, 
I beat Joe in the first like round, and then the second round like was just like lightning round for myself. And the first prizes I won were um, Nick's stress balls. I was oh like, "Well, oh, this god. makes sense." <laughs> oh my god, this makes sense. Nick's yeah. stress balls. Wow. Is that just like a uh, uh, an official basketball? <laughs> it should be just like uh, like a, a a ball with Dolan's face on it that you just <laughs> smash. You just like punch. That would be great. I'd, I'd be down yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, yeah, so shout out to MSG. Thank you for having us on. How did you get was, that? Uh, How did you fun. get that? F- that a I was blue, doing is that a, a friend. Blue check mark uh, thing, be honest. <laughs> no, it's actually not. Although they they did find out I have a blue check mark and they were like, so you're going to push the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. You know, a retreat would help. Um, <laughs> Uh, one of my one of my good friends um, girlfriends works at MSG and she I guess they, they they were very desperate to have like get people on this like show that they're starting up so nice. I I agreed they were like oh do you have like a friend that like could be your rival so Joe and I had to pretend to like be rivals oh, they're okay. like the Westy besties these guys <laughs> these guys are New York natives and they moved to LA to pursue their dream of acting. And like, then, after a so... fateful wedding speech, Dave and Joe, <laughs> can we talk about this? Oh, this yeah, has li- been, listeners. I've held just, this yeah, in so, for so long. Matt, you didn't have to. Look, first of all, so okay. listeners, John, Matt and John were at my wedding. It was beautiful. Um, my best. My, my, it was a wonderful the, the vows, wedding. It was so much fun. I still much think fun. about that. Me yeah. and Matt talk about the vows all the time. Beautiful. Just like, it was fun. It Thank was just you. like. And my wife's and my wife's best friend's speech was phenomenal. Fun. What is like, her name? If you, Courtney. Courtney Peroso. She's she's an actress. actress like, um, gorgeous. She's, so fucking she's gorgeous funny and like well written. Was yeah. Like, one and I'm I'm not being hyperbolic when I say this. Me and my wife talk about it. one of the best wedding speeches I've ever seen. It, it's in the oh, top no five doubt. for sure. It was hilarious. Um, Killed it. Now my best yes. friend his speech <laughs> was the polar opposite he, he came Although after right i was di- i was dying the whole time because i like it was so bad to me oh. that it was so funny because it was so like it wasn't awkward or like um or just like inappropriate it was just like he complete it was like he forgot like what he was gonna say and was just like mumbling the whole time like it was so fucking funny to me now what happened? The backstory yes, is. Yes, I want to hear the backstory. At the rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner the night before, he had like he had he had a, a whole speech written out, and he was talking to my wife's best friend about her speech, and she was like, "Oh, I'm actually just gonna wing it," and he got all <gasps> shook, and he was like, "I don't oh, want no. my speech to sound like too written out, so I'm gonna try to be more off the cuff and completely backfire." So wait, Courtney <laughs> didn't have that written. No, she totally yes, did. Like, I was I gonna think say she hers was, just, was like amazing. I think, I think she was just like I don't know, maybe she was trying to be like humble about it or got something, and was just like trying to be like nonchalant. But he got so in his head that he was just like, uh, I gotta just try to be off the cuff. Huge mistake, dude. dude. We Huge because mistake. here's the thing: she went and killed it. She killed it. It was great. oh yes. And then Joe followed up, right? Was he first I, or second? I, I thought he was second. I think, I think he. I I can't remember now. I can't remember now. Uh, but but his speech was basically just like, 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, so Dave, he's like, uh, you know, like, uh, he's like, uh, this is a good guy. And uh, he's like, uh, he's, uh, he's like my brother. Uh, I've only heard one worse speech. And that was my friend Joe. Because, you know, a lot of times your brother has to be the one that gives a speech. And a lot of people's sure. brothers are like not speakers. They're quiet. They're nervous. Yes. They hate right. this. And that was the thing. My right. friend Tony, look, sweet guy, hated, like worried, like you could see him sweating. Like I hate being in front of crowds. So you're like, okay, hey man, it's your brother. You did your best, like whatever. But like Joe is like a professional comedian. He's yeah, like, I know, I know. And we it's were like so insane. And he, waiting. He comes up with a drink in his hand. We're like, oh, he's going to oh, let yeah. it rip. We're going to know about so much. I, uh, I knew he was nervous because he wasn't slamming drinks. Like, he was just like, he was trying to stay pretty sober. Like, I'm like, this is unlike him. Uh, this, uh, Watching your wife's face during it was also a highlight. Because she was just like, oh. what? <laughs> like, what? Did you yeah, not yeah, prepare? Yeah. For, did you forget? Right. Um, yeah, me, Matt, and my wife, we all just watch and we're like, dude, this is this was so bad. But the funny part is... I mean, I, I, I loved it because I know him better than anyone else. And I thought it was so funny how bad well, it was. Like, his floundering was, like, making me so happy. What's so funny, too, is because, like, I remember looking at you and you looked like you were enjoying it. Oh, so yes. So I look at you. You look like you're laughing. Corey looks horrified. I, pr- I probably was the you only person. You were the person. only one. <laughs> so, like, for the, the last year or so, almost two years. Is it two years now coming up? One year. Uh, one, one year. One year. One, It'll one be year one year, uh, yeah, in a couple weeks. weeks. Um, the whole time, I'm like, wow, is Dave just like, you know, delusional? Is he like his eye? You know, like he was just happy, you know, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, it's your best friend being sweet. And right. we were just like, oh my God. That was like. It will, I will say, like, I, I would, I prefer that type of speech, which it was very tender and sweet. It was just very bad. Yes. To like something that's like, I'm gonna roast this yes. guy and like just in because I've been at weddings with those, and they're like 30 minutes, like 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 20 minutes too long, and it's just like inappropriate roasting in front of people's like grandparents oh. and shit. Like, so I prefer what Joe did to that, but oh man, an an all time just fucking <laughs> terrible speech. It was, was just so uh, bad. Good times. So Good times. Oh well, I'm glad. I'm glad you see it that way because I was. All, we were always like, I don't know what Dave thinks. He was laughing. You were laughing at Joe. That's oh yeah, great. that's great. Oh yes. <laughs> if if Matt was here, he'd be like, okay, well, that was ten minutes about um, a, an event that our listeners weren't at. Uh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people didn't make that wedding. Yep. Ah. Nope. Uh, 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 one one last yeah. shout out. Um, sh- shout out to. To the man, uh, Karam Baller, oh, yeah. who uh, got hired as an assistant coach uh, with the Heat, uh, like one of the best dudes. Um, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm happy, and I, th- I think he's gonna be a good coach. So, yeah, shout out Karan, congrats. Uh, who's who's our girl? That's the new um, head of uh, the Marlins. She used to be the uh, uh, Kim. Yeah, Kim she. Yeah, she uh, she actually worked in the, the Yankees, Yankees uh, front office yeah. for a time, and the Dodgers, I believe. Yep, and the Dodgers, um, the first uh, female, the highest ranking female uh, GM. In sports ever. I don't know like, what would you I mean, mean, executive. Yeah, for, yeah, 
I mean, highest ranking. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's the first female GM in major sports. Incredible. So that's um, phenomenal. Like, I mean, it's sad that it's taken this long. But, uh, but yeah, good on you, Marlins. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. Next, we got to get that uh, that Becky Hammond yeah. hire. Well, I can't wait till she, uh, you know, tells all her players that she wishes uh, they should be doctors. <laughs> like most like most Asian women most Asian moms you know Jeter you did pretty good in baseball but you really should be a doctor <laughs> should be a doctor dude uh, I don't know you got anything else that's all I got uh, shout out Keith Herring <laughs> yeah shout out Keith Herring it's another another uh, uh, whatsapp yeah, joke you're missing listeners gotta hop on that patreon that's right. FOMO. That's right. FOMO. No explanation. No, ex- no explanation. Just Matt Hill getting roasted for 500 messages. That's right. Um, all right, bro. All right, we hey. did it without oh, Matt. So much better. This Next week, we'll so much have more the, pleasant. Uh, we'll be talking about the draft. And uh, no, wild. Westbrook, uh, Westbrook to the Knicks. I can't wait. Oh, so good. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. Until next week. Keep pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Hooper. Hey, a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can you say that? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible.